Paul's Call is brought to you by Brooklyn Betting. For the best sleep ever, go to brooklynbetting.com. Hey, it's your call, man. No, it's your call. No, it's your call. Bring Baldy back. Hey, nitwits. (laughs) It's Paul's call. We're going to make this Calvisi and Baldy in the morning before you guys know it. I got to be real honest here because (laughs) that's our DNA. That's what we do here on Paul's call. What, I thought we were in the trust tree in the nest, are we not? I'll be honest with you. Until Baldy all morning, I've been listening to Wolf and listening to him mail it in. I mean, Stephen Colbert, how would you assess Wolf? But what it lacked in quality, it made up in length. (laughs) No substance and long with about 14 ends in there. So as Wolf drones on, Doug, about, you know, what would be a worthless and pointless, in my opinion, 48-game season. Right. I mean, if you want baseball and entertainment, here's what you do. You go on Twitter, okay? Twitter. Forget Mike Gundy. You go on Twitter and you search the hashtag TorqueBomb. One. And you refresh your memory as to all the re ridiculous home runs that Spencer Torkelson hit during his ASU career. Gone! Because the ASU slugger, and by the way, my favorite, thanks for asking, Wolf, was when the Torque Monster, as we call him, he had an opposing manager. If you guys remember this, the opposing manager shifted his defense and put four outfielders out there, and then what happened? And it is a moonshot out to center field. Four outfielders, no problem, says Spencer Torkelson. I mean, you want a torque bomb. Four outfielders, all right, that's cool. I'll just go over the fence and go yard. And now, no biggie, the ASU slugger is just getting ready to be the number one pick in the Major League Draft tonight. You just don't see guys with this combination of bat and power and plate discipline. I've had evaluators tell me he might be the best uh, all-around offensive player to come out of the draft since Mark Teixeira 20 years ago. Wow. Hello. How about that off MLB Network? And, Doug, you know, when you play first, you never get picked first overall. It's been 20 years since a first baseman was the top pick. I personally think this is the Spencer Torkelson draft. Oh, so there you go. A little anticipation for tonight. So, so bad news, uh, Wolf Bomb this morning. But tonight we're going to get that Torque Bomb atop the draft. That's the good. An absolute right. bomb! <laughs> now we don't have 54 homers and 129. We don't have 54 dingers and 129 career games at ASU, but in our bat rack, we do pack the sawed-off shotgun of sports. Oh. Sports takes and fight Island in the UFC's direction. Everybody has been dying to find out where Fight Island is. Today, I'm here to announce that Fight Island is on Yaz Island in Abu Dhabi. <laughs> All right, Dana White. For two months, it's been such a mystery, hasn't it? I mean, well, welcome to Fight Island, Abu Dhabi, which, by the way, if you look it up, it bills itself as the richest city in the world. In fact, you want a holy can only stat? Here we go. This number is from 2007. I don't know where it stands now, but the per capita wealth back then, if you took the total wealth and divided by the number of citizens, the average citizen is worth... $17 million a piece. It's easy to grin when your ship comes in. That's the stat they used to tout. So so UFC 251 next month is going to be on Yaz Island within the popular tourist destination. But but you know what? Actually, forget about all that. A little little closer to home. Forget Fight Island. I mean, what about Long Long Island? Island? 
Long Island will open tomorrow. Okay. Do the contact tracing right. after right. testing, and okay. Long Island will open longer. That, that might have been for a couple of weeks ago. That might have been a gratuitous Long Island. Uh, Fight Island, Doug's going to be a total quarantine area, uh, 10 miles from anything else. Now, what about Ann Arbor? Who's got it better than us? Two words for Jim Harbaugh, quarantine dorm. If somebody does test positive, what do you do with them? Well, you got to quarantine them. Well, how do you quarantine Aiden Hutchinson if he lives with five other football players? This is Dr. Chris Hutchinson. I don't care. Before he was an ER doctor on the front lines of the fight against COVID this year, by the way, in the Detroit area, Hutchinson was not only a Wolverine football player, he was a captain, he was the Big Ten Defensive Lineman of the Year in 1992 and an All-American in 92. Now he's better known as the father of Aiden Hutchinson, who's Michigan's fiery defensive end. And Dad, the doctor, is explaining the model that Michigan football is going to use. And we're wondering, is this going to become the norm? Best practices for everyone, ASU, Cardinals, football in general. There's a dorm set up, unique dorm that has its own bathroom, and so no one has to interact. So all the students that are sick and the student athletes that are sick, they will be sent to this certain dorm. They won't go down to the cafeteria. The food will be brought to them. So you have a healthy dorm. And then you have a quarantine dorm. And if needed, you go to the quarantine dorm for 10 days or two weeks. And the big question everyone asks him as a former player himself, and since he's the dad of a college player, do you let your son play the ultimate contact sport right now? Obviously, I have a bias. I was a former player, and I have a son that plays for Michigan. But I am confident enough that the risk that they're going to be exposed to is low enough and the benefit to college sports and getting things back to normal now that we have flattened the curve that I'm willing to expose my own son to these risks. And I'm playing this because, you know, maybe just maybe, maybe we have a glimmer of good news here and hopefully this might just stand for all of football going forward. I am 100% confident for letting my son go back. We have had Zoom meetings with coaching staff actually just uh, two days ago, Harbaugh and all the medical staff, they went through line by line the protocol and what's going to happen when they report June 15th. Can we get a ding for that? Thank you. Please, 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 please. Uh, Not good. Not good would be some of the words that we're hearing about what's coming to the NBA next season. Words like condensed, back-to-backs, four and five nights, those are the last words NBA teams and players want to hear, Green. That is Jalen Rose on ESPN talking about the two words that nobody, we mean absolutely no one, wants to hear. The testicular fracture. No, no, that's, no, that's, no, I mean, well. That is bad, though. That is bad. Nothing's quite as bad as, what's that again, Greg? The testicular fracture. But Boy, I'll tell you, Paul, have you ever had a testicular fracture, Paul? I've never been a catcher. I never suffered one. But in the NBA, the two words that inevitably follow the words condensed season are... I don't like the idea at all. And get ready for two words, low management, if that takes place. And you know I'm not a fan of that in any way, shape, or form. Let me tell you, if the NBA follows up this condensed season uh, (laughs) with a season full of load management next year, uh, that will be a bunch – that will be a load, to say the least. Play it. Thank you. 
lot of offensive linemen deal with load management, Paul. Interesting. Big finish. What it's time on once it, again for No Comprendo. Is that your excuse this morning, Wolf? Is this your Wednesday of load management? Is that what we got to this morning from you until Baldinger came on and saved your rear end? <laughs> Paul, Things get to it. Things that make us say, no comprendo. And look, we don't want to go all Paulie personal flamethrower here. I said get to it. This thing is a 25-foot range. Wolf, we're not the one writing an article on (laughs) ESPN.com about why, why the New England Patriots offense could improve without longtime quarterback Tom Brady. (laughs) No, no. (laughs) That's the article, Ray Lewis, written by Patriots reporter Mike Reese. Turn on the lie detector here as Reese explains. Talking to people around the Patriots, there's an acknowledgement that it's going to be hard to match what they had at quarterback with Tom Brady, arguably, you know, the greatest of all time. But the thought process is that if they can just get solid play at the quarterback position and then improve in several other areas, the totality of the offense could be more efficient. (laughs) I mean... Everybody now. No comprendo. That's good, I don't know whether Paul. to blast the reporter or the Patriots who told them that. I mean, just give me the condensed version once again. Give me the short version one more time, please. Just give the me the mic. The thought process is yeah. that if they can just get solid play at the quarterback position no. and then improve in no. several other areas, the no. totality of the offense no. could be more efficient. No. That's right. It gets a double buzzer. I'm sorry. They're That's... getting ready to find out the truth, yeah. aren't they? Let me tell you. I don't know if they're kidding themselves or they're just kidding Mike Reese, but uh, we have more cuts than that. It's not even worth playing. Ah, it's ball's gone. Thank you, Paul.